When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Yes! From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, man, good morning. Out of Bounds. Brought to you by the amazing bourbon at Kessler Prime, including Russell's Reserve and Long Branch. To go along with your ribeye, Kessler Prime and the Renaissance, visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. We're streaming live on thezone1059.com. And uh, you can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601-707-3750. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter at Bo Bounds. And uh, boom, what was Mississippi Ag is now Ag Up Equipment. Ag Up Equipment. Text line 601-885-3776. Uh, Blake Mania with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Uh, the re- starting at 8.30, pretty much the rest of the show is interviews. So, uh, Mike Detillier, Mike D, WWL Radio, TV, New Orleans. Mike D stops by at 8.30. Bill Blackwell, Executive Director of the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame and Museum. Uh, Bill will stop by at 9.15. Um, and then we'll have Ryan Fowler. Roll Tide Insider, 109 The Game, Tuscaloosa, will join us at 9.30, 9.35 maybe. All of them will join us on the uh, BioLite guest line. Ivy in a bottle, you can find BioLite at Corner Market Grocery Stores, Bellhaven, 
Fondra Northside Drive, among other locations and service stations around the state. BioLite, IV in a bottle. Um, okay, so I, I ruffled some feathers on his Madison title town now after MRA won it last year for the third time in a row and Madison Central won it with the first-year head coach. Uh, that'll get people all hot and bothered. Um, now I've got people telling me that uh, uh, Brandon will will go undefeated and nobody is close to them. You know how many times I've heard that with high school football? So we're dealing with 10th, 11th, and 12th graders, and we're just going to blanket statement up they're just going to run the table. I mean, Bama, mighty Bama, you know, has lost by sleepwalking or not being interested or a bad matchup or whatever. So everybody's capable of losing. I get that Brandon's loaded, uh, but we'll see how it, how it all plays out. And they play Oxford to start the season. And then they play Madison Central. They might as well just give them the trophy now. Yeah, just go ahead and give it. We're just going to count on. We can't even count on 18 to 22-year-olds on Saturday. Uh, well, you can't count on a lot of your colleagues. I'm sorry. But anyway, you know, but 15, 16, and 17-year-olds, who knows? Too many variables. That's a bunch of nonsense. Um, we'll see. you got to let it all play out. And injuries and so many other factors. Uh, we'll... we'll We'll be there. Um, and MAIS, I have no idea. I can't handicap that. I would think MRA is a slight favorite, but prep doesn't stay down long, and they usually roll out 75 kids. <laughs> and I'm quite confident that they'll do that again uh, this year. Yeah. Yeah. Streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. Um, now, here are the big question marks. Uh, or here are some of the things that y'all are into as far as State and Ole Miss getting kicked off. Uh, for Ole Miss, y'all know what we're going to debate in August. The, the quarterback battle between Luke Altmeyer and Jackson Dart. People believe that if it's even close to even, that Dart will get the nod. Um, I've talked to more Ole Miss people that have said, look, it was clear Luke Altmeyer outplayed Jackson Dart in the spring. Hello. It's not a debate. It was clear. Now, maybe Dart outplays Luke in August. But... The people that we have talked to are like, no, 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 it's it's not a discussion. Luke Altmeyer outplayed Jackson Dart in the spring. Yikes. Now, Dart's now been there another three months. May, I, I know they get out of there for May a little bit, but he's been there June and July just like Luke. They've been throwing all the receivers, working out. He's probably uh, invested in the playbook even more. And we'll see what happens over the about four weeks in August. We've said this. You'll hear us say it time and time again. Um, they could start the Zach Evans, the running back, the TCU transfer at quarterback the first four games of the year. Um, it just doesn't matter when you pull Troy and Central Arkansas out of the gate. So, uh, David Johnson said, you know, we may not really have anything definitive until going into the Kentucky game. Mm-hmm which is October 1, because um, it doesn't matter against Tulsa either. So that's where we are. Can I ask you from a coaching, political like perspective side of things on this, if 
what's easier for Lane Kiffin to do? Start Altmeyer, and if he fails, bring in the guy that's on the big NIL contract. Or start the guy on the big NIL contract, and what do you do if he's failing? Uh, I don't think it's as big a deal. I think Lane Kiffin can do what he wants okay. because he's been winning and he's the head coach and he's not going to take a phone call from a booster. And a booster is never, ever, ever, ever going to tell Lane Kiffin who's going to play quarterback, regardless of whatever, if there was this big, which there's a lot of. What was it actually? Yeah. yeah. If there was this big NIL deal. Yeah. So fair enough. Yeah, they're they're not going to. Lane would laugh at a plaintiff attorney <laughs> calling up to him and telling him, "Yeah, now Hugh Freeze listened to a bunch of condo boys to give you know Robert Kimdichie the football at tailback, which was the silliest thing I've ever seen in my life." Um, in a game that you needed to win, by the way. Yeah, I, you know. Well, Bar Two had a great point. He called me yesterday. We were talking about this and that. He said, "Did Texas A and M ever waste?" an Alabama win like anybody's business. He said, well, Ole Miss wasted their 2015 win. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost to Memphis and and a, a Flor- an average Florida team and an average Arkansas yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, but A&M wasted their Bama win, losing to Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, and literally a depleted LSU team. Yeah. No, A&M didn't waste their Alabama but, win. They might as well not have gotten it. But Lane's not taking any calls from a booster. Yeah. I, I can promise you. Yeah. I, and he's I, and not I, running or hanging. With, it, yeah. It's just a different deal. Yeah, absolutely. I just didn't know from a like that perspective image, like what's the better route? Because we see this in the NFL sometimes too with the young quarterback versus the guy who's there. It's like, how, you know, how do you manage expectation of who to start and when to start them and how you bring someone in? Because having someone fail early for their first time can be – Something yeah. that's insurmountable. Sometimes. I think it's going to be almost impossible. I think both quarterbacks play a lot. It'll be almost impossible to fail against that first, first four, four games. Yeah, they're they're both going to look like superheroes, and they could both just play. They could, he could literally sub one. One gets one half, one gets the other, and it won't matter. Yeah, it, but I can tell you this: one of them, whoever is the starter, will face some adversity eventually. Yeah, especially that stretch. There, we there are about. monsters waiting. That that obviously the first half of the schedule is wonderful, but there's some. There's some bad dudes waiting on the other side. Yeah. Edge rushers, nose tackles, big time line, you know, the whole thing. So, uh, we'll see. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait. Is Madison Town? Man. The Ag Up Equipment John Deere Tractor text line is 601-885-3776. we got an out-of-bounds prize pack giveaway Tell me how your Saturday and Sundays look during football season. How much do you consume? Who do you want to watch play? And on Sunday, do you go games, red zone, combo? Text line 601-885-3776. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics, 
before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. My text line is on fire. I've got people telling me that uh, Brandon's going to walk away with the 6-8 championship, so everybody can go home. Don't even worry about practice. It's a uh, done deal. Brandon Bulldog, 6-8 champions, according to uh, several here. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Mania? Yes, sir. We've got some uh, some people who are letting us know that um, Madison Central doesn't have a shot. What's what's more likely that these people on the text line are right, or that Texas A and M finally wins a meaningful game? <laughs> First time listener, well, long time caller. They won a meaningful game when you beat Bama. No, that's no, meaningful. it's no, it's not. It's not but because it meant do, nothing. When you lose four games like they did, you know, you know what that season was for A and M. It was Mississippi State coming out of Dan Mullen. A lot of momentum that amounted to a big load of you-know-what. You know, I love, I like the fact that you're still angry or upset that uh, Joe Moorhead got worked back in Kentucky and Florida in back-to-back games. <laughs> I watched Osiris, Neither team was that good, by the way. I watched Osiris Mitchell. Florida definitely wasn't good. They couldn't do anything. No. They, it was screen passes. That's all they threw. Right. Well, I mean, Dan realized, okay, Montez Sweat and Jeffrey Simmons, I'll just throw bubble screens. And then they did the one trick play when yes. when they subbed in the walk on it. I mean, they knew what yes. he knew the but all he knew of, the lineup. All of that didn't matter because Osiris Mitchell had a ball bounce off his hands right in front of me in the end zone, and that would have been the game winner. I was in the gridiron club. Oh, yeah. It was right, it was at the but ten yard just, line. I, it yeah. shouldn't have come to that. No. It, it, no, and it, it, it should not. All of this boils down to one thing. People have focused on that play, and I think that is nonsense. It should have never boiled down to that play. Correct. You're not wrong about that. There's no. Uh, you're 100 percent right. You know, that that's just not. No, you're not. You're not wrong. But it really boils down to one decision, and it's John Cohen to hire someone who was not prepared to be an SEC head coach. But 
I've been a Cohen fan. I think a lot of what he's done is very successful. No, I mean, no look question. at look at what's happened on campus. It's not, and I know he's building off of inarguably the greatest three run stretch of ads the school's ever seen. So I understand that too. Oh, it is Burns, Strickland, and Cohen. There's no, it's not even debatable. Are a million trillion miles better ads than any single one other than one that just slipped in for a few years that nobody really this was long before uh carl maddox came in from lsu and did some good things other than that you are a thousand percent right it's the best 380 run yeah in the history of the school and it's not and it's not what john did for the baseball program both as a coach and an ad has been phenomenal all of that being said it might be one of the single worst decisions that he hired a coach with zero experience. I know. And that is the ultimate question of where would Mississippi State football be right now if that decision is different? And he burned it down. Yeah, Moorhead burned it down. It literally took him less than 24 months. Yeah. And I didn't, even I, did, I mean, I didn't think it was going to go that way. I didn't either. I, 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 at the very end, you, 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 you started to understand what was going on. But uh, what was it, I guess? Boy, he handed Mike Leach a big yeah. old. A few weeks into year two, it was like, okay, this is bad. Yeah. This is not good. And it was too late by then. It, all the damage was already done. Yeah. All the damage. It was. was it was. I mean, it was. It was. You were a sinking ship. The holes hey, were too big. What about Keaton Thompson is considered one of the top wide receivers. I love it. In college football. And he's at UVA. Love it. He was a. Big time get by Dan Mullen. And this is unbelievable that he's still playing. It's because of COVID, but uh, and more power to him. He's 6'5", you know, great looking athlete. Uh, people say he's a good kid, was a four-star QB. Uh, Moorhead didn't know what to do with him. He goes to UVA. He's now getting his master's, which, so he's got a UVA undergrad and and will have a, a graduate degree from UVA. Um, but according to PFF, Blake sent me this last week. Keaton comes in at like number seven. That's crazy. Eight is according to Pro Football Focus. Because I mean, think about it. He, he's he's big. He's athletic. He caught a ton of footballs last year. He's six four. I think people forget like how big he really is. Right. And uh, <laughs> what if what if he parlays this into an NF? What if Keaton Thompson through all this stuff? Parlays this into an NFL career. He's a smart kid. Um, I don't know why Brock Bronco Mendenhall uh, just literally shocked the world and stepped down at UVA. But regardless, um, they're looking for a big season from him, and he had a he had a really big year. I know nobody watches Virginia football, but it's kind of cool that he's tied to to Mississippi State. And man, if he can get to the league and play, uh. Several years, that would be awesome. He's so Pro Football Focus dropped their names to watch for the 2023 NFL draft. And the yeah. first receiver they list, these are not inherently in order, right? But the first receiver listed in the article is Kayshawn Boutte at LSU. Sure. Everyone knows about the breakout game he had last year, and, and everybody's excited about that. The second one they list is Keaton Thompson. He had 44 broken tackles on 117 total touches last year. Wow. That's insane. That's an insane number. He's a big physical kid who can run and move. Well, they're using him, him as a running back and like they're giving him four. He had 40 carries last year and 78 wow. catches. Yeah. So 
Now, 40 th- carries and 78 catches. They're giving him the ball Good for a ton. Him. And you know what's really funny, too, is Garrett Schrader's also starting at quarterback at Syracuse. Good for Garrett. So two guys that, tough as that nails came as out of freshman. bad situations, yeah. not their fault, yeah. with the way everything melted around them. And now they're – I mean, Keaton Thompson will get a shot at the NFL. Assuming he does not get injured this year, he will get a shot. 6'4"? What, what that shot is, who knows? He'll 220? To, yeah, he'll have to make something of it, but he'll get a shot. Heck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's he exciting. can body people up? Yeah. Love when, it. When we get back with Steve Palazzolo and we start looking ahead and all those things, we'll be – Can we'll, we call him a flex receiver or a flex tight end? You know, just something cool like that? You know, uh, or does he have a high motor? I, <laughs> does he have a high motor? <laughs> Our text line has a high motor today. <laughs> People salty, dude. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know what my favorite thing I is? I didn't know. I just made it up. Like oh, Literally, I was just talking. I said, it's uh, Madison it, title town. It's not even just that. It's anything that comes out of your mouth they get salty about. Uh, it's not my fault. There's a lot of people who think about us a lot longer than we're on the air, ah. which I find hilarious. Oh, goodness. All right, so Keaton Thompson, how cool would that be if he's like a third-round pick? At Are you rec- kidding me? At receiver, too. That's very, you know, it just shows goes to show you that as much as we like to doubt the transfer portal and, oh, kids aren't working hard and nobody works. Th- I mean, dude, the guy figured out how to not get to play QB for three years at State, transfer and turn into a receiver, hey. and he's making himself some type of living right now. Will you look this up for me real quick? Uh, you're already on it. Uh Counting his rushing and passing yards, just give or take. What was his total total yards from scrimmage? Counting his rushing and passing yards. Keaton Thompson. He had two forty seven and not, uh, 11, 1,200, About wow. twelve hundred total yards. That's a 12, lot. Twelve thirty seven. Good for him. And six touchdowns. He's got a UVA degree he can use for the rest of his life. Which is a big boy degree. You no know, kidding. That ain't no joke. He's gonna have a master's from the University of Virginia. And he's probably going to the NFL. Yeah. Oh, he'll go. It. He'll go to the NFL. Assuming he doesn't get injured, he will get a shot. Should Whatever we do it is, an NIL deal through Out of Bounds with Keaton? With How ironic would that be to have the NIL deal with a Virginia receiver? <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw him like, you know, three or four grand. To do, to he do can, nothing. He can start talking about the Out of Bounds radio app. Up or in Syracuse. Or, I mean, up in uh, Virginia. Uh, Charlottesville, yeah, baby. That's right. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Uh, The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment. Manage your land, manage your farm, manage your family land, manage all those acres with the John Deere tractor from Ag Up Equipment. AgUp.com. AgUp.com. Now, they have metro area locations, Canton and Pearl, powered by Ag Up Equipment and AgUp.com. John Deere, America's Tractor. The Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. For your next John Deere lawnmower, John Deere Tractor, Ag Up Equipment. Mike Dettelier, straight out of New Orleans, coming up next on the Corona Premier Guest Line. You're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is this thing working? Give me some sound over here. Yeah. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. The show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbooks. They've got their win totals up. Go ahead and dive in. Make some Christmas money. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our TV graphics are messing with me, but that's all right. Uh, you can watch the show right now on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds show. Okay. You can watch the show on Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show, and you can watch the show on YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. Got that? Facebook is the Out of Bounds Show, and uh, YouTube is Out of Bounds Sports. We want to welcome in our friend Mike Dettelier, Mike D, LSU Insider, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line, and we're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. Mike D, we had a Luganville mention, Tom Luganville mentioned he called the LSU spring game, and he said that uh, he wouldn't be surprised if Nussmeyer uh, won the job. Obviously, Miles Brennan's been there forever. Um, I think there's one other guy that may be in the consideration. Would you be surprised if if Nussmeyer won the job? I thought he was. I thought Garrett was the most improved player from a year ago on that LSU team. I really did. Uh, he was a gunslinger. He didn't like the moniker, but that's exactly what he was a year ago. He was a gunslinger. You know, uh, he's a little bit different than other LSU quarterbacks that we've seen, and that. He's barely six foot tall. Um, he's a movement guy. He throws well off the run. Uh, he's very confident uh, as a player, uh, extremely. And I think maybe a little bit too much so, maybe year one. And he's got some experience. I saw improvement in his reads and his recognition skills. And knowing a few guys that are on the staff today, they brought that up to me that he has gotten better uh, in that category of reads and recognition. So 
it wouldn't be a total shock to me. I still think Miles is the guy. Um, but I think Garrett is right there. The the other players, Jaden Daniels from Arizona State, who started for two seasons uh, for the Sun Devils, year one, I thought he played really well. Uh, he's a tremendous athlete, uh, long, lanky, uh, lengthy guy that's got tremendous foot speed. And um, what we saw a year ago at Arizona State was an offensive line that couldn't protect him well. He was erratic throwing the football. And his receivers, it was no better than 50-50 if they were going to catch any pass he threw to them. So he went through the transition uh, in the spring. So I think what told me it was Miles Brennan was every year uh, for Manning, Archie will go to the head coach and say, I I don't want a quarterback controversy here. I I don't want him answering 5,000 questions about who he's up against. Give me your number one guy. Brian Kelly sent Miles Brennan. Okay. So maybe Luganville isn't aware of that, but but I get where – He's coming from with Garrett that I did think he was the most improved player from a year ago, especially on offense. There's no question about it. Uh, but he's a little bit different. He's not your six foot three quarterback. Uh, he's your six foot quarterback. And man, he makes some plays now. And he is supremely confident as a player. He really is. Uh, but I, I think if you started the season tomorrow, it would be Brennan. Okay. But but you feel like, um, well, even right now, coming out of the spring, but in August, that it, it'll be really close between Garrett Nussmeyer. Is it Nuss or Nuss? It's Nussmeyer. Nuss. Nussmeyer. Between yeah, Nussmeyer and, see- and Miles Brennan, you feel like it will be super competitive and really close, Mike? Yeah, I think all three. Uh, because J- Jaden brings that running ability. Now, I do know Brian told us twice, on, on both times we've had him on WWL, that, you know, I'm not crazy about, you know, alternating quarterbacks. But if I had to, I would. If I have to, I will. Uh, so I think what he's telling you is I would like a clear cut winner and that. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm in bed with him forever. So let, let's say Miles gets the nod, and maybe there's a rough road. I don't think he would have any issue because he's not married to any of these guys. He really isn't. Now, the one guy he is married to is the freshman Walker Howard. And so this was the Saturday of the Manning camp and Archie decides that he's going to invite all of the LSU quarterbacks to come in if they wanted to. And all of them did. Walker Howard, Garrett Nussmeyer, Jaden Daniels, they all came in along with, uh, well, Miles was already there uh, for two days. And uh, the oohs and ahs weren't about Garrett Nussmeyer and Jaden. It was Walker Howard. Hmm. And and he's the future. He's the future at quarterback. No question. Okay. 
So and so that brings another that brings another stick in the spoke uh, with all of this. And so you know you can tell Walker's got Walker's got some talent, and he man he's got some arm talent. And you know again you know with his dad was a former starting quarterback at LSU and Jamie Howard, and uh, he's he's a very talented young man. But again he's a true freshman. I, I think they'd really like to redshirt him if they could. Uh, to redshirt him this year, and then, you know, next year I think it, he would be the, to me, the clear front runner for the job in 2023. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Miles Brennan is in his sixth year. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it was one of the funniest lines of the Manning camp. Uh, Walker brought up to him, yeah, he says, uh, Miles, I remember when you signed with LSU. I was in the seventh grade. Really? <laughs> that, and you figure out the math, that's true. What? Uh, so, yeah, Miles was in the seventh grade. I mean, Walker was in the seventh, he was in his <laughs> seventh grade. And so, you know, Miles got a kick out of Walker saying it. But it, it's it's true. I mean, you know, Miles is like a ten year veteran, uh, <laughs> so to speak, uh, at LSU, and so um, yeah, you know, he's he's been through a lot, and a lot, you know, he's had some injuries along the way, and he's been so and, close, Mike. I mean, he he was playing well a couple of years ago and got injured. And I mean, gets, he got injured in the van. Oh uh, man, I mean, uh, he got injured in that game and um, against Missouri and. You know, he tried to come back from that and couldn't. And it, he went to see a lot of specialists for that. And it was normally an injury you would suffer in a car crash, is what doctors told him. And so he came back from that. He, I still believe. Now, some of them who tell you, well, I, knew he, I knew it was going to be Max Johnson last year. Well, I do know who I was talking to. And he was the head coach. And if had Miles been healthy, he would have been the starter. Now I'm not saying he'd have held on to it, but then he gets injured. He gets uh, he was uh, out of fishing camp, and he gets uh, a shoe caught, you know, in a in a stair, and he takes a tumble and oh, no. uh, breaks his shoulder. And so, um, you know, the guys that tell you that other stuff, and they got a couple of them. That you know they they got insider information, but I don't know who they get it from. Uh, I do know who I got it from, and, and I think Miles would have been the guy uh, had he not gotten hurt. Now, could he have held off Max throughout the season? That would have been the big question. But uh, you know, he, he didn't get that opportunity, and looked as though he was headed to Nebraska. And at the last minute, you know, Brian Kelly comes in and says, "No, I want you to stay." Oh man, this is man, this is fascinating to me because uh you know, Miles Brennan has has been so close. Um he's got skills, he could be a good player. LSU's always loaded around all these dudes. Um and then and then the Nussmeyer thing is interesting. Um and then you got the other two, the Arizona State transfer. I don't think Walker Howard's ready either. So man, uh wow. Brian Kelly, and, he, he, you know, I mean, it could be close two, three weeks into August practice, Mike. Yeah, I, I think for LSU, when when you take 
listen, they loaded that wide receiver yeah, and they on are. the defensive line. <laughs> they got some talent there. Um, you know, because I've had people, you know, say, well, they left the cupboard bare. Well, I had an SEC head coach tell me, the cupboard bare? Uh, when I took over, well, I'm not going to say the program, I didn't have no Mason Smith, Ali Gay, uh, you know, B.J. Ojolari. When I took over, I didn't have no Micah Baskerville or Greg Penn. You know, when I took over in that front seven at linebacker, here's the crazy part. The area that normally is the strength of LSU on defense is the biggest question mark this year, cornerback. You lose Stingley and Flott early to the NFL. Elias Ricks and McLaughlin made business decisions, and Elias goes to Alabama. McLaughlin goes to Arkansas. So you lost your top four corners. And now you got a lot of transfer guys, but which? how does that emerge? Because normally that has been the strength of that football team, has been in the secondary. And this year it is the biggest question mark. And you can make an argument the biggest question mark on that football team is that cornerback. And normally that's been the strength of their team. No doubt. But surely they have some – I mean, they may not be – experienced, but surely they got some guys on the roster that they like project they got that a lot they of like. Tra- they got a lot of transfer people. Okay. Uh, you know, you got transfer people from Oklahoma State. You got transfer people at University of Louisiana and Gardner, who I think is a really good player. Uh, you had a former starting cornerback from Ohio State who is has battled a knee injury, and now he's here. So you've got some talent, but it's still quite, you know, you don't know. And so that is going to be interesting to see how that works out at corner. But I think they can get a push up front. Their linebacking core is really good. And the safety position is, I think, has always been good at LSU. And I think it is again this year. Um, The big question mark on offense is consistency at quarterback. And how quickly all this meshes in the secondary, especially at corner. And the other part, and again, uh, we had one guy who supposedly covers the LSU, but he says, well, kicking is irrelevant. You know, my thing is, kicking's irrelevant. You ought to be kicked in the head. Hmm. Uh, the kicking game is important, and the fact that their kicker, you know, gets picked, and he's with the Browns now. You got a true freshman in Nathan Dybert from Michigan. Now, unsolicited, Brian Kelly went on and on and on about him with us, that he thinks that he's every bit as good as anybody that's kicked at LSU the last few years. And Kate York was there. And he, I, in my opinion, he was the best field goal kicker I've ever seen at LSU in my 30 years covering the team. Can't tell me kicking is irrelevant. Uh, These games in the SEC are all close. Field position matter and points are premium. But uh, I think LSU's got a pretty good team. But, you know, when you not secure at quarterback, and you've got some question marks in the secondary, and you've got a a true freshman kicker, that raises 
kind of the bar a little bit here. And but Brian's always put a lot of emphasis on the kicking game, and and he's made it a point uh, in the times we've spoke about you know Brian Polian and how much time they spend in the kicking game because hmm. he thinks that it matters in three to four games a year if you don't have your kicking game settled. Okay. That it co- it could cost you three to four games a year. Yeah, Mississippi think, State last year. And I think, and I think year. Kelly's absolutely right about it. I think he's absolutely right about it. Okay. Now, again, some of the veteran sports casters, the sports writers, they don't believe that. But again, God bless them. <laughs> they'll, they'll be the, no, they'll be the first geniuses <clears throat> that want to write a story about how much LSU misses not having Cade York. In the off season, oh well, that's the least of their problems. No, it, it's a major issue uh, with a true freshman coming in as a kicker, and he brought in his own punter from Notre Dame because LSU lost their punter too. Ah, uh, okay. They lost their punter, the the uh, kickoff specialist, and field goal kicker. Bang, all across the board, and their top return man. You know, Mike he went to Nebraska. Dang. Uh, Mike, Mike D, Mike Dettelier, uh, LSU Insider, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. show is brought to you by Sound and Communications. Mike, I'm looking at win totals for LSU. It's at six and a half. Um, I'm taking the over on I that. am too as I, as I, I, I walk through on, the schedule. I took that already. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, no, one of the things with Brian, and the one time he snapped – a little bit out of reporter was about what do you think about what Vegas is saying? And he said, I didn't come here to win seven games. Whoa. Uh. He said, no, they didn't hire me and I didn't come here to win seven games. And so I think he, he sort of laid the groundwork that, okay, you want to believe that that's great and fine, but that's not what I'm here for. Uh, you know, they're not paying me $10 million a year to be a seven and five coach. No, no matter if it's year one or year three. Now, if it's in year three, then he, then he might be in trouble. Uh, but I do think that he's got enough talent to win eight plus eight, you know, being an eight and four team and, and maybe a ninth win in a bowl game. Now, Brando thinks he's they are double-digit winning team because Tim has been on the show a couple different times, and, and he he thinks they, they'll win 10 games. Uh, but I, I think the six and a half, uh, I'm going to go with the over on that. Okay. Because I you know, they say, well, the Florida State game's not a home game. Well, what the hell do you think and you playing in New Orleans is for LSU? <laughs> you know, come on, common sense. Uh, but listen, we've had a couple of people tell us that too, and I'm almost had to pick myself up off the seat that it's you know it's a neutral site. Neutral site. They got more LSU fans in New Orleans than they do in Baton Rouge. Right. That's because right. Of the, because of the amount of people there. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's a home game when LSU plays in the Superdome in New Orleans. Uh, you know that might be breaking news for some of the national guys, but it is a home field. Advantage for LSU. I think the swing game is at Florida, Mike. I, I think the 
the game for me, and it's always been a pivotal game, has been Auburn. Oh. That those Auburn games That's true. have have been sort of nutty across the board. And LSU had them by the teriyaki last year and let them loose because they, they had them for a while. And then Knicks was unbelievable. It really was. Yeah. He, he, he played maybe the best game he's ever played in an Auburn uniform. And getting away from well, – they, they had him bottled up, and he made some big plays with his feet. Uh, so – I think that Auburn game is critical because literally they don't have to leave the state of Louisiana in September, right? In early August, mm. they. I mean, everything is either in New Orleans or home. Yeah, so you got to get off to a fast start. Brian should take care of. Uh, you know, I just don't think. Uh, I don't know Calzada at quarterback. Brian Harson. It looks like they're in di- uh, dysfunctional and turmoil, chaos. But so, just when you think that'll happen, well, that's true. You come up with some. Cra- listen, Coach O was in trouble a few years ago in that Auburn game, and Auburn dominated them in the first half. And all of a sudden, that heat of South Louisiana started to beat down on them uh, in the second half, and DJ Chalk uh, returns a punt. And listen, it was fifty-fifty if DJ would catch a punt. Because I've been at the practices, and, and and DJ, he, you know, he was hit and miss. But boy, when he was hit, he was something. And he returns that punt, and it changed the entire game. Uh, and LSU was down. I want to say it was like twenty to three or something in that range. I remember Russell that. Gage makes a one-handed catch at the end of the first half uh, for a, t- a score. But it was chalk on a special teams play. That really changed the outcome, and man, the Auburn players at the end, <laughs> the the flowers had wilted on that team, and yet th- that those LSU Auburn games have been really weird. I'm gonna be honest with you. Throughout the years, I, and for as long as I can remember, it has been a pivotal game for both teams, and uh, we talked about this a few years back. Um, you know, when LSU left his last game and it looked as though the loser of that game would get fired. And it came down to a play at the end, you know, and the time ran out and Les got fired after the game. Wild. And Malzone, you know, he you know, he he survived. You know, yeah. Gus survived then. We'll leave it there. We'll see who it is. Miles Brennan, Nussmeyer. Um, you know, That'll be they'll be throwing to some talented, talented receivers. And I like LSU over at six and a half win total. He is Mike D. Mike Detillier at Mike Detillier on Twitter. He joined us on the Corona Premier guest line. Have a great week, Mike D. Thanks. Thank you, Bo. WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Mike Detillier brought to you by Sound and Communication, soundcomab.com. And, of course, uh, they'll put together your church AV system, conference room, sound and video systems, PA system for your high school football, junior college, G5, P5, soundcomav.com, the leader in top quality audio and visual. All right, let's talk food today. We did that earlier uh, in the first show. Now we'll 
in the first show, in the first hour of the show. And this show's flying by, by the way. Uh, Highball Eats and Fonder. It's right by the Capri, the new movie theater. And Highball Eats is the restaurant and bar. It's open for lunch and dinner. And they took the greatest hits from Robert St. John's Hattiesburg restaurants, including Crescent City Grill, El Rio, Tabella, you know the drill. And they created a menu at Highball Eats in Fondren for lunch and dinner. It's a restaurant and bar first, and then a super cool movie theater and bowling alley. Highball Eats in Fondren, open for lunch and dinner. Plenty of parking behind there. Greatest hits from Robert St. John's restaurants in Hattiesburg, including fresh seafood, gumbo, Tex-Mex bowls, all at Highball Eats in Fondren. Bill Blackwell, Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame, 915. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus